Let's dare to believe like a black fern. There are still tickets available and we're counting down the days now. Just five sleeps to go until the World Cup right here on our shores in Aotearoa. Visit theblackferns.com to get some tickets and catch all the action for the season to come. We're so lucky to be joined by, and I know I'm not supposed to have favourites, but I do, and she's amazing. You're going to absolutely love her. She hails from Ruatoki in the Eastern Bay of Plenty. She's so proud of it. Uh, She's a Rugby World Cup winner, a Sevens World Cup winner, a Commonwealth Games gold medalist and Olympic champion as well. Stacey Flula, thank you so much for your time. How are you? Are you smiling? You're always smiling. Oh, always smiling, Kirsch. You know, I mean, just loving life. But thank you for the beautiful intro. Just thought I'd um, add in there that we're actually um, about to get ready for training and we usually have like a scheduled nap time. So... (laughs) You know, I'm privileged to just skip that and, and have a talk with you guys. Well, thank you so much for skipping your nap time. It is a massive <laughs> week uh, for you. You've been at the official welcome today. What was that like? Is it now starting to feel real that we have a World Cup right here in Aotearoa? Oh, 100%. We've been in camp for two weeks already and it already feels like it's flown by. Um, but to be here, to be at the opening... Um, for this World Cup. It was real cool to see all the other countries. You know, we know they've been here, but we haven't actually seen them. So it was nice to catch up with some of them, especially some of the seven girls that we regularly see on the world stage. Um, but what a welcoming. So many cool people. Um, a great performance by by a couple of our, um, you know, Māori, Māori and Pacifica people. Um, so, yeah, it's obviously rock and for this amazing event ahead. You mentioned the seven side of things. How's it been for you and a couple of the other girls that have come in uh, after being part of these sevens environment this year, obviously Commonwealth Games uh, and the World Cup as well. What's the last couple of weeks been like? Has it been refreshing? Has it been a new challenge? What's it been like for you? Probably a bit of both. And I've got to be honest, I've never worked on this movie and Ted and Mike Crime, so it's been really cool getting to know them, obviously the legends of the game. Um, but all our game plan and everything is quite new, so been trying to take in as much as I can, um, new game plan, um, just new cause or whatever since I've, I, like, I, I was talking to stuff the other day and I feel like a newbie in the team game which has <laughs> been so cool because everyone's like have been helping out and making sure we're up to scratch so real refreshing obviously coming into into 15 from 7s um, and a good challenge trying to learn everything in such a short space of time. So you're in, you've been in camp for a couple of weeks and you're together for probably the longest that this team <laughs> and teammates have ever been together for. Um, how how does that work? Who are you rooming with? Do you have the same person right the way through? <laughs> yeah, that's quite a lot of time. Eight weeks all up, I think I counted. Uh, we actually we stay, stay in four different hotels, which means um, our manager has um, been switching us around, which is all good. Um, actually, with three days at the moment, so <laughs> what are the chances? I see her every day, every other day of the week. Um, but are you yeah, happy about that? <laughs> oh, absolutely. You know, nice. you know when you just click with someone, it makes things much easier. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it is cool. It's, it's refreshing in terms of, yeah, so many of us. 32 girls, you get sick of someone, you go to someone else, yeah. and you go to someone else. It's like, oh, what does what this person do today? Yeah. Um, but lots of excitement building and they're definitely keeping things fresh in camp because it is a long time. We have club night every week. You know, we have all these scheduled fun activities. We get to go out for dinner and, and just stuff like that to connect us because eight weeks, we yeah. on. 
Yeah, yeah, we are on. The whole country is on. We cannot wait. Uh, and we're all supporting you here uh, on SENZ as well. Um, yeah, so the last couple of weeks in camp, I see that there's been different people come in. Yesterday, uh, 660 surprised you or your management surprised you with 660. Dan Carter's obviously been in this environment as well. Can you tell us about, about these things? Because it's pretty amazing. I know, some superstars. We're pretty lucky in this environment. We also had Tyke at our jersey presentation the other day. Yes, too, I saw that. Cool. That is amazing. Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, it's so special and that's what I love about being on tour and being in this team. You know, we get these amazing surprises. We get to meet some pretty cool people. Um, meet you first through these circles, so that's always a nice one too. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it, it's cool. And um, throughout this whole campaign, I'm sure there's more surprises to come. So uh, with legends of the game coming in, like we had Renee Holmes on last week and she was telling us that Ben Smith is her mentor, which is like, wow, DC's obviously coming in to help some of the kickers. Who are some of the other people? Who Who's helping um, the middies? Who's helping the back three? Who do you go to? Yeah, I don't actually have one at the moment. I haven't really been um, talking to anyone about it. Um, it, would be, it would be pretty cool, but I know that... Um, Yep, like you said, um, with whoever Ren has, and Con- I think Conrad Smith might be with one of the other girls. Um, Bodie, I think, has been wow. in talks with some. So it's, yeah, bloody legends. And that, that's the cool thing about having Smithy in the room, and I have two, you know, sometimes. It, it is so, so cool. <laughs> so cool. Anything's going to help us as individuals, you know, we're still learning every single day. and. Yeah. You know, if we can get people of that experience and that class to help us and within our, uh, within our game, then, yeah, we're only going to get better. Now, I want to go back a few steps because we do love celebrating um, the stories and the journeys of, of each of you that are part of this Black Ferns environment. For you, I mentioned Ruatoki. What, what was your <laughs> upbringing like? When did sport come into the picture? And when did you know it was rugby and sevens for you? Yeah, little Duratuki. I would say it's the best small town in the world. <laughs> I, I I think it's cool. Like, but growing up, didn't have much, but had a lot of support. Had the best whanau and friends around. You know, we played a lot of sport growing up, so we're very competitive whanau. Two old, I'm the youngest of two older brothers and older sister, so they kept me on my toes, and you know, they never gave it to me easy. Um, but I actually wanted to be a silver fern growing up. I played a lot of netball, played touch. Um, at a young age and then it wasn't until I picked up my first rugby ball at 15 where I never looked back after that because it was the best time in my life and to be fair I must admit that I didn't even know who the Black Ferns were at that stage Um, I was completely new my brothers played rugby their whole life but I still didn't really know much about women's rugby so I literally played for fun with my friends and because it was our first year of our school um, entering into the competition I'm so real grateful that, you know, we had the support back then with coaches and staff and when I realised it could be a dream to represent our country and be paid professionals one day, I had to take the opportunity. Like, it's so amazing. Um, but yeah, growing up in Ruatuki, it was real cool, real small town, um, no shops back there, a couple of schools, lots of marae, whole lot of horses and cows and sheep. Um, I think 30 minutes was our closest shop, so, you know, pretty humbling experience, but pretty cool at the same time too because you know we were those kids out in the backyard and yeah. the farm kind of with a rugby ball netball netball whatever we could find sticks <laughs> it could be our imaginary ball sometimes um 
but it, it definitely helped me shape who I am today. So, yeah, real grateful for that. It sounds like a, a pretty incredible upbringing. Um, in terms of your brothers, your older brothers, uh, who were never <laughs> easy on you, are they finally giving you the credit you deserve and letting you know that you are indeed the favourite child? Absolutely not, Kirst. You know how it goes. No matter how good or bad I play, there's always work on um, they might be the supporters at heart, and I know they're secretly proud behind my back, but they're also my harshest critics, so <laughs> we're just going to try and stay on my game and be better. Yeah. Um, I must admit, though, my dad, is he used to be quite harsh on me, and the older he's got, he's getting more softer, and he actually congratulates me and has more positive things to say, so that's pretty cool. That's awesome. <laughs> um, and when you talk about your upbringing, where you've come from, um, can you believe now that you are a professional rugby player, a professional contracted player, that you are about to go out, represent New Zealand in our first ever home Women's World Cup, this team that has the most incredible legacy? Can you believe where you're at, where, where women's rugby is at? No, never in a million dreams would I have thought this is where we would be today. Like you said, home World Cup, just being paid, to be fair, to play the sport that we just love. And sometimes I have to sit back and reflect on, man, we're just so lucky to travel the world to get these opportunities. And not everyone does get selected, so I always feel for those who aren't quite, who don't quite make it. Um, it obviously motivates me and makes me want to work harder because we are here, we are representing our friends, our family, our country, um, but, but we're also representing them too because everyone has their own journeys. Um, everyone, you know, has their challenges and obstacles that they face along the way. Um, so it is sometimes cool to just sit down and take it all in um, because what a, what a scene yeah. to be playing a home cup here at home. Not just that, but when you think about, I mean, the tickets, you will be aware of it. Over 30,000 tickets have been sold. I think they're saying they're just 5,000 off and they've got a week to sell those tickets. It sounds like Eden Park is going to sell out for that triple header, for that opener. What will that mean to you ladies? That That will be a world record crowd for a women's match. Yeah, it's pretty crazy to think about. I feel like it's cool to celebrate how far the game has come. Yeah. Um, obviously, a lot more people on board and, and wanting to actually watch us. I know they've been trying to market this for like a couple of years now to try and get as many people to Eden Park this weekend as they can. And mm. you know, having another star reader over there performing <laughs> for us um, you know, and, and to celebrate this occasion. It's going to be absolutely amazing. Like after playing Japan last weekend, with, and then seeing running out um, afterwards to see the All Blacks play, and seeing how packed the stadium was, then it just gave me all the warm fuzzies. So if we can be on that field with those same people in the crowd or, or whoever it is they're supporting, then I think it's going to be pretty epic. And I know it's only going to make us better and stronger as a team to to put a put a good performance out there. You're giving me warm fuzzies, Stace. Uh, we will let you get back to your nap, but just quickly before we do, have you got a message for Aotearoa, for everyone out there listening? We're five days from the start of the World Cup and the next six weeks, or oh, seven weeks, I should say, are going to be absolutely amazing. Have you got a message? I've always got a message, Kirst, and my message is for everyone who doesn't have tickets, get them now. They're yeah. cheaper chips from $10 as um, a child, $20. For adults, come down. It's going to be an amazing display of women's rugby. We're going to showcase something like there's never been before. And for those who obviously can't make it, might be down south and can't quite get flights up, make sure you tune in. Um, obviously, they're broadcast on Spark Sports. So we want to get as many people watching these women's games as possible because World Cup here in, in New Zealand, it's going to be an 
absolute um, cracker of a, of a campaign. That was so beautiful. Stace, thank you so much. Thanks so much for coming on our program. We cannot wait to watch you carve up over the next couple of months. It is going to be amazing, entertaining. Uh, we just love it. All the very best. Cool. Thanks, Chris. We can't wait to do everyone proud. Every moment of every match, catch the Rugby World Cup live and on demand on Spark Sport.